Welcome to Real Weddings with Sarah. I'm Sarah Kennedy from Irish Wedding Blog, one of Ireland's leading sources for wedding inspiration, advice and support. Real Weddings with Sarah brings you an inside snoop of some of Ireland's best-loved personalities and celebrity weddings. Join me as I indulge on all of the wedding goss. I am joined today by Grace, a.k.a. Faces by Grace. Grace is a social media sensation with almost 200,000 followers on Instagram. So I think for many of us, we've followed her through the highs and lows of life. Um, We get to follow Grace as she journeys her way through life, whether it's getting some great healthy cooking ideas, some home decor inspiration, or if it's just beauty and fashion tips. Grace has it. I particularly love to stay tuned to hear about all the tips around parenthood. So over the last number of years, Grace has been really open and sharing her experiences around anxiety and now she's an advocate for Pieta House. Today we are delighted that we were able to nab a little bit of time with her to chat about her upcoming wedding. So Grace is in a little bit of a different position than her other guests because she has yet to tie the knot. So she's due to get married in less than a year. So I am dying to hear all about it and catch you at a time when you haven't come over the whole experience and you're right in the bubble. Grace, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? We're wonderful. We're delighted you could share the time with us today. We're so excited. Thank you for having me on. Brilliant. So talk us through. So what have you got done so far that you're allowed to tell us about? So we have our venue booked. We have our band booked, wedding singer, photographer, videographer, um, makeup artist, hair, just kind of the, main the major things. date specific things. Yeah, the things that you need to lock in. And tell us how yourself and Chris, how long are you together? So we'll be seven years together on our next anniversary. Oh wow. And how did he propose? So he did it actually really surprisingly because I was we have been away a couple of times and I was always thinking, Oh, it's gonna be now, here we go. Um it was Father's Day and we I was very young over. Always good. Yeah. Um, we were going down to Wexford. So I have a mobile down in Wexford. And my dad, he passed away when I was 20. And he used to go out fishing from Cahor. just a pier near our mobile. And I was like, we'll stop off at Cahor. We're going to meet my sister and her wife and her little girl. We'll go for a walk there. Then we'll go down to the mobile, have ice cream and all that. He was like, yeah, fair enough. We'll do that. So it was kind of my plan, and but he knew if he said that we'd go to Wexford that I'd want to stop at Cahor on the way because it was Father's yeah. Day. So we were just walking down the pier and he just said to me, I'll go over there with Sienna and stand by the wall. And I thought he was going to take a picture of me. Because, you know, <laughs> I, I love pictures, <laughs> as you do. And he was trying to get me to turn to face the water so that when I turned back, he'd be down on one knee. But I wouldn't because I was like posing for a picture. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. And he just dropped his knee and I was in complete shock. Didn't Aww. expect it at all. Um, and he said then afterwards, so my sister and her wife were there to like take pictures and record because they knew I would want to see it. Yeah. Um, so it was all planned. And he said that that was the closest place he could get to my dad. To oh, ask. wow. And he didn't know my dad. Um, he hadn't met him because he'd passed away before I met Chris. Oh. So he said, yeah, it's Father's Day and this is the closest you can be to your dad. So oh, my God. I think I'm actually going to cry, Grace. Oh. That's just that's just so just so deeply thoughtful so special and the thing that we do for his anniversary every year is we send a balloon up we write a little message on it 
And Chris obviously started to do it when he met me, but like he would write, like, I don't even know what he would write. I didn't ask. And the last year of his anniversary, he asked him, could he, like, marry me? But, um, and he sent that balloon up. And did you know? No. Oh, my God. And he said he had a picture of it on his phone, but he got a new phone. And the picture was gone, but he was like, I wrote on it, like, can I ask your daughter to marry me? Oh, my God. Yeah, and he sent that balloon up. Because I had said to him on in the car, what did you write? And he was like, it's none of your business. <laughs> oh, stop. Yeah. So oh, he's he such a gem. Put, yeah, put a lot of thought into it because he knew how special my dad was. He'd asked my mom, could he um, take my hand? And she was thrilled, but oh. he said he wanted to include my dad in it. Oh, that's, oh my God, that is just so moving. And, and you know, what what strikes me there and just in terms of your relationship is there's just such a great depth of of of, of thought and consideration there. And, um, you know, f- particularly given the fact that Chris hadn't met your dad. Yeah, and he says he feels like he knows him because I'm always talking about my dad. We always tell stories and I say things like, oh, that really, re-. like he actually reminds me of my dad in oh, ways. Wow. It's weird, yeah. That's so. beautiful. And do you think now, you know, come the wedding day, obviously that's going to be a, a challenging day for you. There's yeah. no doubt. It'll be, you'll have the big high. It'll be such an exciting day, but it will be that piece that, you know, you would have loved to have him there. Do you yeah. think, do you, what, how do you always, think you'll get through that? Yeah, that was always like on my mind because I was so young when he passed away. He missed all the major milestones, like me having my kids, getting yeah. engaged, buying my house. Um, he missed all his grandkids actually he passed away when my sister-in-law was pregnant so he didn't get to meet any of them mm. um, and obviously my brother and sister have gotten married and he wasn't there for that so it was tough but um, I've asked my brother to give me away and he's delighted about Gorgeous. that um, and I'll have something special for him I feel like I just want to acknowledge it at the start of the day and then like get the tears out of the way and have my cry and then enjoy the rest of the day. Exactly. I don't want it to be brought through the whole day. No, but, and um, you want it to be you you want it to be a positive rather than, you know, a negative for those who aren't there. It's just to to, to remind that they are still there. They're with yeah. you, you know, in, in in the best way that we can. Yeah, I do have something planned for like just to remember him. It's top secret though. Right, <laughs> My okay. Mates don't even know. So it's something like a tribute to him. Um but yeah, it'll be really nice. I've asked one of my friends, will she read a poem or something if I write it? Because I know I won't be able to. So just we're having like a spiritual wedding. And I just said, she's a very good speaker. And she didn't know my dad as well as the rest of my friends. So I know she'll be able to keep it together. So she's going to write or read something that I've written about him or find something really nice. Well, she'll do well not to, to break down in tears as well. But, you know, her makeup can go get ruined, but yours can't on the day. That's <laughs> You've <laughs> got photos. To the... on, I will get my tears out of the way before yeah. the makeup goes on. Yeah, that's, there's a schedule here. There's a schedule of emotion here. And, and bang on 9.15am, that's when the crying that's starts. The that's it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Grace, thanks for sharing that with us. And uh, and, and you, you talk about the big milestones. And I, I know that just from following you, obviously yourself and Chris have... Um, you know, you've got your kids and they're beautiful. Yeah. You've got your house. You're together yeah. a long time. What is it with marriage? Why did you feel that marriage was the next step? Well, I always wanted to get married, even before we had our kids. Like, we discussed it. Um, 
And I don't know, like, there's nothing. I've always just wanted to get married. Like, some people don't. And I've just always wanted that, like, the wedding day and to to call him my husband and yeah. for me to share the same name as my kids and for us all to be, like, a family. Yeah. Because sometimes, like, my daughter will say, like, Grace Gernon. And I'm like, Mommy's not a Gernon yet. Like, she's got will married and then I'll be the same as you and Hayden and I don't know like there's nothing for no reason other than the fact that like I just want him to be my husband and and it I feels think, right yeah and like people always say to me oh about getting married and I said yeah well I have two kids I'm like regardless he's in my life for 18 years yeah <laughs> if anything goes wrong he's still gonna be there I think the commitment of kids is a lot bigger than of course um marriage but yeah, it just felt right. And he, I, when I met him, I knew straight away, like he was different to yeah. anyone I'd met before. And I felt like my dad had sent him to me because I was oh. in a really dark place when I met him. I'd left Australia because I was severely depressed. And within a couple of months, we met and like have been together ever since. Yeah. And that's so lovely. And sometimes that's it. Sometimes, you know, when we do meet people, the real test of a relationship is to actually see how are you in when it's not all great, when there are dark yeah. times, you know, so you've kind of, you had that very early on to set almost like, you know, he, he was put to test very early on to yeah. see, you know, is, is exactly. he the right one, which is, which is, you know, you know, that's great. A lot of people get into relationships further down and realise that, you know, they can't hack the dark times and and, and that's tough as well because you, yeah, you spend all this time with someone and I suppose Chris sounds amazing I have to say Grace you've, you've sold him we all want to <laughs> we all want to Chris right but does he have any does he have any annoying habits oh loads <laughs> oh my god let me think I probably have a list of them I was only saying to him the other night I hate when he goes to bed before me because he breathes so loud <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I, I know it I, I know it can't um, what else does he do? I don't know. Like just little things. Like men are men. They are. They're just like, different. He, he leaves us. I'm just sitting in our bedroom now. Like he leaves his dirty clothes beside the wash basket. Oh Jesus! Like, on the floor. And I bet. Like, I bet he doesn't put his cups in the dishwasher either. Then no, no, no like. He and we have a shared office, and his just keep piling up. And I'm like, I refuse to bring them down. <sighs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, in my house, and and I had we had Keith Walsh in last week, and I had to yeah. explain this that my husband just leaves every press door and just door in general open. I am that person. I oh, I Jesus. am a door person. My He's God. like, will you stop me? Every press, the pantry <laughs> door gets left open, and I'm like, I don't even realize it. And I lived with my friends in Australia, and they always said it about me. Oh my God, I just yeah. can't, I just can't cope with it. It's the one thing, every time I walk into the kitchen, there's just doors open. If, if, if we were doing the Mr. and Mrs. quiz, that would be the question. What is the biggest pet peeve? I'd be like, doors open, flat, hands down. <laughs> I can handle the dirty clothes, but the no, press like, doors. That's me all over. Drawers open, doors open, everything. And we have a cat and he, his food is in the pantry. And he's like, will you stop leaving the door open? Because the cat is getting through the bag oh, into the food. Like, I don't even realise I don't close it. Well, it's like leaving the drinks cabinet open when you have a house full of teenagers for the cat. You know, yeah. they're getting stuck in. Now it's that time of the podcast for Cool Finds. Cool Finds, Cool Finds, Cool Finds. Do you want a Cool Find? I'd love one now. I'm in the mood for one. Right, OK. Basically, there is a company called Dream TP Party. 
Okay, right. And TP is a, as in the teepees. Yeah. You know, little little tents. Little tents. So these guys come into any parties, but they do a lot of weddings. They rock up to your venue, they get a dedicated space and they transform the room with all of these themed teepees and games and packages and all of this stuff to entertain the kids. Ah, so you take them off to a separate area. Yes. They have the time of their life. They play. They're completely supervised by trained professionals that understand childcare, know what to do. They're not too far away from their parents, but it gives parents and the brides and grooms and everything, the breeding space to actually go and just, you know, have a little bit of downtime. And then Love by it. the time it's dinner and away you go. And also so there are loads of services out there where you can actually book nannies to come in and mind kids in the room of the venue, like in your hotel rooms. So, you know, you could have them there during the day. They can go to their teepee. They come in and have their dinner and a little bit of dance because, of course, they want to have their dance and their little bit of cake. And then you can cart them off later that night and send them to bed. So dream teepee party. <laughs> but, you know, if you were running low on guest bedrooms... Jump on in. Why not? Yeah, well, the accommodation ain't cheap. So well, I like the idea. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's resourceful. Nice but I like that one. It's cute. Dream teepees. Dream teepee. Beautiful idea. Yeah, I like it. Thanks for bringing us that cool yeah, find. It's cool find. You know what I mean? And what do you feel are the biggest challenges in, in, in a relationship? Um, so I think because we've got two kids, it's managing like parenting and yeah. a relationship. So... It's tough to remember, like, we are still in a relationship. It's not just parenting. You do this, I do that. We need to make sure we have time for ourselves and understand that we both need time separately. So we've gotten really good at that over quarantine. It was tough because, obviously, we had the two kids at home and he was working from home. I was at home and for a while it was tough that we were just like, oh, my God, it's just constant and then we just figured out like you need to have your day where you go play golf I need to have my day when I go play meditation we yep. need an evening together where the phones go down we have a meal we watch something and then we need to be a family as well as instead of like change him do her dinner and all of that stuff yeah so and I can yeah. relate to that because yeah. like like yourself I have two young kids my husband works full-time I'm working full-time and it's it's very very difficult, particularly in that lockdown. I think everybody was. It, I was lucky in so far as that I just really loved having that time back that myself and Owen haven't had in years because we've been yeah. like you. We ours are there's not a, a big gap between them, so you're caught up constantly in being pregnant and knackered, and then having the kids, and then looking after them, keeping them alive, and yeah. then and you kind of lose, you know, that you two as a team. You know, because yeah. you're, you're just like passing ships in the night. So it it's is. That, it's, it's so like that. And then sometimes we're like, imagine like what we used to be like when we'd no kids. How like we just be like, will we go here? Will we do this? Do you know, like what will we do tonight? And now it's just like, right, scheduling a babysitter for like that Tuesday of that month. And we'll go somewhere. <laughs> I know, but it's but this is it. And I think so many, you know, there'll be a lot of people listening that may not have had their family yet. And they're, yeah. you know, and, and for me, getting married was a big part of that was actually I want to, st- we want to start a family together. Yeah. That was, you know, that was a big, big thing for us. And I don't think anything really prepares you for what, you know, how you really have to pull your weight together um, to keep each other sane, to keep each yeah. other alive and to also bring up these kids um, that don't become, you know, axe murderers. So like it's, it's a big <laughs> challenge in itself. It yeah. And and I think that's such, I'm so glad you said it because, you know, 
when when you're getting married the, and and you don't have kids, it's all about the day. You know, it's yeah. all about this big build up. But there is a life that comes after that. And you know, for many, all going well and lucky, you know, children will 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 happen for them. Yeah. And that really, I felt that that was really like one of the biggest challenges was to actually go, oh my God, we're responsible for a human being together. But you've had that before you've even, yeah. you know, it's, it's you know, it's invaluable to actually have gone through that experience as well before. I still want to get married. I know, that's what I was about to say. <laughs> and now we've had the whole lockdown situation and we still like each other. I'm like, right, this it's, is, it's we're it. strong. This is it. You can get through anything. Yeah. And, and what do you feel? So when you do, look, and we all have our fights, we all have our up and downs, we all have our little snappy moments. Yeah. What? How do you and Chris get over conflict? We're really good at communicating. So we're not the type of couple that will go days without speaking or leave it lying there. Like we will, we won't leave each other's side until it's fixed. Um, and he was like that from, that's just who he is. I wasn't used to that from another relationship things would just be let go. And I was a bit younger, obviously, so... Of course. You know, you wouldn't text back or whatever. You'd be like, I'm not going to give in to this argument. But with him, it was always like we'd finish, we'd have our say, and we'd make up. Straight, like, yeah. not straight away. Like, we would be back and forth. But we always ended it instead of letting it linger. Um, so we just really communicate well. Mightn't start off as well, but we always end it. But you get so, there in the end. Yeah, and I'm not really like I don't know with me sometimes I let things build up and then I'll say it whereas he's just like that's annoying me stop doing that whereas like it could take four or five times for him to do it and he's like why didn't you just tell me in the first place oh I know like, I can relate to that big time yeah. it's and then when you do finally have like if you let it build up you do have this you know you'll have this big burst of a like of a meltdown yeah, and you're you're melting down then. but you're melting down about something that isn't actually a big deal it's just something that has now layered onto the big deal and you've gone so far past and it's probably something that happened weeks ago so then you look like an absolute <laughs> idiot going back on because remember on Tuesday the 7th at 7.15pm you said this to me in this tone and yeah. like, but you're snapping at me for leaving the door open you know so it oh. is it's, and then he's always like no well, give me an example of when I did that. And I'm like, but I can't think of one on the spot right now, but I know that you do. <laughs> <laughs> so just accept it because I'm saying it to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and with that in mind, with the, with the wedding planning, have you both come up against any, you know, differences of opinion or, you know, come up against, you know, maybe Chris wants to do something one way, but you definitely don't want that? Or has it been no, quite a nice balance? It has. And um, he is very... He does want to say on it, you know, some men, they're like, do what you want. You plan your dream day. He's like, no, I want to know everything. Brilliant. So, um, like we went through a couple of different, like I have a Pinterest board, obviously, and showed him loads of different ideas. And he's like, yes, absolutely. That's what I want. So that was good. We want a really chilled wedding. Um, it's not going to be like a big traditional fancy. It's yeah. just like really nice and relaxed and we both like the same kind of style even for invitations we were looking up some samples and we both agreed on the same kind of style like straight away and um, I'm a little bit more 
extravagance when we went to meet um, Sharon from Frog Prince. Yeah. But the first time, like, things were just rolling out my mouth and he was looking at me like, are you having a laugh? Where do you think this money's coming from? And I was like, and I want this, and I want this, and I want that. And, and you see, the like, thing is, right, Sharon will make it happen. That's the, <laughs> like, so any idea, you have to be really careful with those ideas because she will actually produce, if you want that elephant in there, she will find oh, that elephant. I know, and I'm waiting on the quote and he's like, great. Now, will you just, like, just calm come back down. down to earth here? <laughs> I was like, I want a yurt for the kids and an outdoor movie. And he was like, oh, stop. Oh, no, but so. they're all really, really good things. Do you know, yeah. like, they are, they're amazing. And I think you're in such safe hands, particularly with Frog Prince and as well. I know you're, you're getting married in Virginia Park Lodge as well. Yeah. And, you know, there's not really a huge amount to do I there. To be done. Because no, it's, it's stunning. Beautiful. Yeah. It's, and that's, like, we had viewed one place and then we went to Virginia Park because I just seen it online on Instagram and yeah. we were only halfway through. We hadn't even gone into the marquee park. So she teared her, walked us out and walked us down to the flower beds where you get married and was like, this will all be lavender oh. in the summertime. And I just like squeezed his hand and he looked at me and I was like, this is it. And he was like, I know. Yeah, and then we saw the rest of it and I was like, oh, like blew me away. Oh my God. And that's it. I think I can't wait now to see when the pictures, um, when you sh- when you start to share them online now uh, come July because yeah. there's no doubt you've picked some really good people to work with and it's yeah. going to come together beautifully. Grace, yeah, I can't wait. in the lead up, is there anything now that you would say to a couple that are just starting out on their wedding planning journey? Would you have any advice for anyone? I'm like, I don't really think about it too much. Like I just, I don't get overwhelmed or like worried. Like we don't have our budget yet and we're paying it off as we go. Grace, you you need a budget. (laughs) Rain yourself in. uh, It's just like if we can afford it at the time, we'll just put the money off it. Yeah. So like we obviously are paying our money off the venue in installments and then whenever anyone needs a deposit and he's like, it'll all just fall into place like we don't need to have the money in our bank account now exactly um so that was one thing that kind of stressed me at the start and we spoke about it and he was like you don't you know you pay these things off closer to the time um and then just find people that you like like i am really visual and i just went onto instagram and that's where i found everyone that's where I found my makeup artist. My um, Sharon actually recommended a photographer, and I had gotten. I think you gave me a list of I people. I did, yeah. Yeah, I went through, and I just knew straight away from looking at um, their Instagram because it just is me. That's what I do. I just see something and I want it. Um, you know what you so like. I know what I like, um, and I don't read like people are saying things. I don't listen to what people say. I'm like, this is what I want. Um, I haven't gone to try on a dress and that's my biggest worry at the moment is trying one on. I'm not where I want to be body-wise. I've obviously had two babies and not the same grace I was before them. So I'm like, oh, but I know come the day I'll be happy. It's the weight is starting to come off. So I'm just a little bit nervous to try on a dress. But... Well, you see, the the thing about trying on the dress is it, it doesn't matter, you know, you know what size you are right now because, no. you know, th- all of that evolves over the year. And as well, 
by the time, like, and I see this with a lot of brides, the dress that they try on, then it arrives in and then it's too big. And then you have to yeah. go through a whole ream of adjustments. So, yeah. like, the, the good thing is to actually get out and get a feel for what you like um, yeah. and start kind of understanding the things you don't want, more importantly than anything. And you still have plenty of time. Yeah, and well, I have a book team to go. I'm going this month, actually, to try on dresses and I was in touch with the lady who owns the shop and she was then to meet the designers so I went onto all of their websites and just kind of picked out exactly what I wanted so she could have them, the yeah. samples of them, instead of like going in on the day and being like there's a rake go through them. So she already knows my style. I sent her over loads of Pinterest ideas. I did the same with um, like for, with frog prints mm-hmm. and with like my videographer I've been sending him like clips of, of nice the styles yeah. yeah and just so they all know what I want yeah and you what see I think that's want, important yeah don't forget that I we yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I keep saying my wedding and he's like our look, wedding that's look I'm telling you it's not going to change it just it, it naturally rolls off the tongue especially yeah. when if, if you're doing more of the work and making more of the decisions it, it is it's very hard to detach yourself from it yeah. um, No, look I think it's going to be absolutely great and I think you've gone about everything in a really nice practical way and you know and that's been great with any of the guests that we've had on so far. Everybody has suited themselves and yeah. they didn't let too much outside get in on them to to influence their decisions and they're just going with the flow. And I love that, Grace. Yeah. Um, and I suppose for everyone that's listening, you have to follow Grace on her wedding journey and she's great. She'll share anytime she books something or if she's yeah. talking about how you're, you know, how you're coming along with the wedding and anything that you found. You're really good at sharing that. You're really open with it. So I would encourage everybody who's on the wedding planning mm. journey to follow you as a real bride <laughs> to hear it from the horse's mouth. Yeah. Grace, thank you so, so, so much for sharing everything. Like, oh, no worries. You've, you've, you've told so much about it and, and I really think that this is going to be so beneficial to those who are setting out and as well it'll be it's nice for those who've come through the process to actually look back and, and relate to what you're yeah. going through as well so it's really really great Grace well, I gave ourselves loads of time well that's it yeah we had a baby in between <laughs> just just that's it just just one or two you know <laughs> Grace thanks so much you've been a great guest we really oh, appreciate it thank you so much for having me thanks for listening to Real Weddings with Zara Thanks to producer Ruth Devaney, voiceover extraordinaire Phil Colley, and Pink Champagne Wedding Band for our Cool Finds jingle. Join me next week where we will be chatting to another top guest to get the scoop about their wedding day and married life. Until then, you can find me at Irish Wedding Blog on social media channels.